Amanda Seal show and I, I why do I are you auditioning for Broadway like this is your moment I mean the Tony nominations did come out they did this is the Amanda Seal show it is uh by the way it is National Writer Review Day have you ever written a review Jeremiah like the Bible I did one time but only because somebody pushed me to do it. Because usually I don't really care. I'm like, yeah. I went to Domino's Pizza. And you know they got garlic crust on the pizza, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't want garlic crust on the pizza. Oh. So I, but I, I do that all the time. I take it, whatever. I pick up the pizza and I open it to check it. The girls, I'm like, oh, excuse me. There's like garlic crust on the pizza. She's like, no, it's not. Oh. Amanda, <laughs> you know one of my biggest pet peeves? People thinking I'm stupid. I'm really looking at it like... I can like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. It's like, I can see it. I can smell it. It's like, that's how it is. That's how it's made. That's not garlic. That, ma'am. I wanted to throw the pizza through the window, but I couldn't. And I so instead. Like, I wrote a review. I, I, I literally was like, I'm going to corporate. I'm the whole, I, I did pull a white woman because I'm like, otherwise, oh, wow. I go to jail. Uh, you know, I don't write reviews, but I appreciate reviews. Right. Like, I, I, will, I listen to reviews. Like, if I read a review and it says, like, this is hard to put together mm-hmm. or this is not fit right, like, I'm not the one who's like, but maybe it'll work for me. Right, right, right. I was like that about men. I'm not like that about reviews, though. So do you wish men came with reviews? Yes. And even when they did, <laughs> when someone literally hit me and was like, the man you are dating is a terrible person. I made an entire blog about them. I was like, but maybe it'll be different for me. You put a summer walker. You can't tell me nothing. Nothing about my man. And then, <laughs> actually, they could. They could tell you. Uh, I also love reading anthropology reviews because uh, anthropology is all white women. So they'd be very thorough in their reviews and they do not play around. And you're going to get all the information you need. My favorite review, though, was there was a woman in customs at the Grenada Airport who was so mean and just rude and nasty that people literally wrote reviews about the Grenada Airport Customs Lady. That's crazy. That's very specific also. Yes. People are really pissed off. They <laughs> right the They've had enough. <laughs> they have had enough. But you know what? We are just getting started. We got to get into some black hearing news on this Wednesday. Jeremiah, what do we got? Come and get with us. Talk about a tragic story out of Mississippi of a young man whose was head was severed. Amanda, I don't even. Uh... That sounds crazy even to tell you that. Mm-hmm. And there's been no justice brought to the case yet. You know they're saying it was no foul play. But we'll talk about that later. Also, Carl Lagerfeld, he had a whole night at the Met, but apparently he problematic, y'all. Yeah. So we gotta talk about the problem. <laughs> Plus, we'll head to the group chat later in the show, so stay tuned. Yes, we're going to do all of that today because that's what we do here at the Amanda Seals Show. We give you the laughs, we give you the facts, and I hope that you appreciate that we're really trying our best to give you something different, mm-hmm. but that still feels familiar. You understand me? Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. Let us know how you think we're doing. one 262 Also, today we dropped the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, Side Effects of Police Gangs. It is very real, y'all. And we had the opportunity to interview this incredible journalist, Cherise Castle, who infiltrated the L.A. Sheriff's Department to uncover over 30 police gangs and counting. So make sure that you check that out wherever you get your podcast. And we are a member of the Urban One Podcast Network, so you're supporting us. All right. Don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show.
It's a man to see. Where, where, where? I don't know why I started talking like this. Maybe because it's three out of Mississippi. Mm, this Maybe. feels more like Texas. Texas, Texas. That feels more like Texas. It's Bible Belt, though. It is Bible Belt, <laughs> y'all. It is Bible Belt. Even though the story we're about to share with you for Black Earth News is absolutely not that of a Christian tale. At all. So, the family of Rasheem Carter is protesting the police handling his case. So, if you don't know, Carter was found dead in Mississippi last year with his head severed. Officials at the time said they believed there was no foul play involved. Head severed, no foul play. And as recent as February, Mississippi Crime Lab officials found a third set of his remains containing a DNA match to Rasheen. And you know how the family found out about that? How? Via email. Wow. Email! Hey, BT Dubs, we found some toes. Like, what are we doing? And let me just tell you, for those of y'all who don't know about this case... I know that it may sound like it's really hectic and crazy because it is. The young man had literally called his mother the day before and Mm -hmm. said, the man at my job, my boss at my job has said that he wants to kill me. Mm -hmm. And the men at my job, I feel like would help him. So if something happens to me, just know what went down. He literally told her that. Mm -hmm. He also went to the police and said that he was being followed by a group of white men. Mm-hmm. This makes me go back to Ahmad Arbery and the video that I can never unsee that I saw. And it's just so heartbreaking to know that this is continuing to happen in this nation and to be met with this type of response. Right. Because he went to the police, told them this, the police said, well, there's nothing we can do. And for the record, there really is nothing the police can do in that situation. And that's part of the problem. Like, can you can't, they can never do nothing. <laughs> like, they can't do nothing until they've someone's done something. So ultimately, the next day, he goes missing. And when his body parts are found, his head is, sever- is, is, is uh, severed. severed from his, it's partially severed from his body and he was found in the woods. And the police said, it's not foul play, it's probably animals. I don't know much about animals, but I don't know if an animal can sever your head. Well, I do know. It, spread it into three parts. I do know a lot about animals. And no, you're right. <laughs> and civil rights attorney Ben Crump is, of course, representing the family and has said that this is completely unacceptable that you would find yeah. out this information via email. They deserve more answers and, of course, more transparency. Uh, this is just a, it's a crazy story. If you want to hear more about this, uh, they talk about it on the Young Turks. Uh, and I just think it's imperative that we keep talking about stories like this because it, like it's real it's real but we also understand that these are the type of stories they try to bury mm-hmm. you know and ben crump called this a mississippi lynching mm-hmm. and that's exactly what it sounds like and uh sending love to rasheem carter's family and hoping that they do get the justice that they deserve so we're going to keep you updated on this as we learn more information all right what do we got coming up next coming up we got to talk about mr carl lagerfeld he was the theme of this year's met gala but apparently he's problematic too so we'll talk about them problems uh, coming up next on the okay. show <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Greetings from the Amanda Seal Show. Actually, I should say bonjour. Bonjour from the Amanda Seal Show. I'm saying bonjour because we're going to talk about, I don't know why I'm saying Carl Lagerfeld with bonjour because Lagerfeld is, a, is definitely, well, no, but he was French. Was he? I mean, Lagerfeld sounds German, but Chanel is what, I mean, he was the house of mm-hmm. Chanel and he was absolutely, Chanel is as French as it gets. <laughs> Uh, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, joined by... Share my like the Bible. So let's keep this black here at news going. Now, the Met Ball just happened. Mm-hmm. It's always the talk of the town. Beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this year's theme was Carl Lagerfeld, a line of beauty in honor of the late Carl Lagerfeld. 
Um, and people had some thoughts about this because although um, Carl is a big figure in fashion, of course. apparently he was a big figure of problems. So I knew that like Carl Lagerfeld had been known for making problematic comics. I just mm-hmm. didn't know the extent, the comment. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna run them down for you right quick. Let me run them down for you right quick. Okay. So first he starts off talking about women's weight. Oh, that's never good. In 2012, he said Adele was quote unquote, a little too fat. Mm -hmm. He also told a German magazine that no one wants to see plus size models. Interesting. Okay. So he said that. But these aren't the worst of it all. No, no, I'm just getting y'all sorry. I'm warming y'all up. Okay. (laughs) He also said, you've got fat mothers with their bags of chips sitting in front of the television and saying that scene models are ugly. All right, Carl. So that's okay. That so we're just, just getting started. So if that if that wasn't enough to make you be like, yeah, why would they do something? Because are like, I thought that too. So it's kind of like, okay, y'all problematic too, but okay, we, but we gonna keep going. So now he's also fed up with the Me Too movement. Oh, okay. He said, "What shocks me most is in, in all of this are the starlets who have taken twenty years to remember what happened. Not to mention the fact there are no prosecution witnesses." Now, see, this is a case to me of like, nobody asked you because I'm pretty sure nobody asked him about this. Right, 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 right. But he still felt like he needed to be heard. He went on to say, if you don't want your pants pulled about, don't become a model. Join a nunnery. There'll always be a place for you in the convent. They're recruiting even. Yo. Okay. Okay. I mean, this is very on brand for fashion, though. It's like the fashion world is very problematic in many ways. But then he was like, you know what? That isn't enough. Oh, God. Okay. He said, I think I can go harder. And the people were like, we don't believe you. You need more people. And he said, let's turn it up a notch. One cannot. So this is in response to Syrian refugees being let into Germany. Okay. One cannot, even if there are decades between them, kill millions of Jews so you can bring millions of their worst enemies in their place. Sir. I have no words, Amanda Seals. Oh, you don't? Because I, I got no some. Words. I got. I got. I got some more for you. Okay. Okay. This is the last one. This one that's gonna hit you the hardest. He said the greatest thing Germany invented was the Holocaust. Wow. Oh. Damn, Carl. Oh. But then they did like a whole netball dedicated <laughs> oh. to this man. People had gowns and galore. So I want to talk about this when we get back because. We are very much now a society of like cancel, mm-hmm. right? And we will identify like this person is problematic. And then we will say, because this person is problematic, we cannot honor like their work. Right. And in some cases, I get it. Mm-hmm. In some cases, I don't. Mm-hmm. In some cases, I'm confused. It's very, it's very like gray areas. It yes. Mur- it gets murky. Yes. Because if I knew about this, and I was asked to the Met Ball. I was not. I was not asked to come to the Met Ball. But if I asked, if I knew about this and I was asked to the Met Ball and this was the theme, I would be in cross colors at the Met Ball. <laughs> <laughs> not cross colors. So that's just me. But when we get back, we'll talk more about this concept of when do we revoke um, achievement go and trophies and honors from people who do crazy things and say problematic things yeah okay yeah we'll get to that when we get back right here to the amanda seal show keep it locked the amanda seal show we up we up we up this is the amanda seal show it's amanda seals here with jeremiah like the bible now jeremiah we are generations apart mm-hmm. um i'm a young gang 
in my youth. I'm a spring chicken, as they say. <laughs> well, you know, I look like a youngin in my youth. I, don't, I feel like we either have the same skin regimen or we're the same age. I mean, my brother age, so I feel like I'm in, like, you know, you don't feel that much older than me. Your brother is 41? Or he's turning 41 soon. Oh, yeah. hey, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, tell me this. You know, we, over my lifetime, mm-hmm. I have seen, like, shows and projects. Like, I've seen people come from nothing to something to, like, at like I've seen R. Kelly. I remember seeing the first, I remember seeing Honey Love on Video Soul. Being like the inception to the demise. To the demise. Yes, the inception to the demise. Like I remember seeing Donnie Simpson introducing Honey Love. And then this man is now like yelling the, at Gail. That's crazy. Yelling at Gail on TV. I'm fighting for my what are you? Life. No, that's Tyrese. I can't keep track. Same, what is that? Same font, different, um, same words, different font. Same words, different font, yes. One was Times New Roman, the other was Comic Sans. <laughs> so tell me this. In I, I brought that up because I feel like I saw like their lifetime, mm-hmm. right? I saw them achieve over a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain point, just become uh, exposed yeah. as like an incredibly problematic individual. And I didn't see Bill Cosby's lifetime, mm-hmm. but he has been present as a huge part of my lifetime. Like right. throughout the entire course of my life, Bill Cosby has been there, whether it was picture pages or the Cosby show or a different world. He's like one of those figures. that's like, you're just always there. Like omnipotent. Right. Right. I'm right. the president. Sorry. I'm the president. So the question becomes when, Cause we were just talking about Karl Lagerfeld being like the theme for this year's Met ball, even though he's very problematic. If you want to hear some of the problematic things that he's said that makes us classify him as that, then make sure you listen to the podcast because you can listen to our show wherever you get your podcast. But like, when does it become where we can't honor your lifetime mm-hmm. achievements mm-hmm. because you have spent your off time mm-hmm being a terrible person. I mean, I think there's definitely a scale of how terrible you are. And I think there's certain things in society we've just deemed socially unacceptable. Right. Like racism. It's like, no, we're not doing that. White supremacists. Well, we know that, that it's violence. Right. 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 Like it's, it's deeper than just like mm-hmm. a difference in opinion. And to that point, people who are actually physically violent, like you're abusing women, you're abusive, you're sexually violent, like things like that. Right. Like, no go. I mean, for most people, now some folks. They, they're like, you can sing. <laughs> you can dance. Right. You can act. Right, 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 right. And to that point, I think, too, it depends on what your art is. For some people, they, uh-huh. they are the art. Like, you think of, like, singers a lot of times. They are, they are the, the, the art. vessel. They're yes. singing it. That's performing it. Versus actors or writers or creators, their work is an extension of them. But you don't actually see them in the work oftentimes. Like, I could write a great book and be terrible. Yeah. I, like, J.K. Rowling, people feel like she's a terrible person. But her work is Dumbledore and yeah. the wizard. The, yeah, the 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 the. the the Wizarding World. A Waverly Place. Um. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's also a big part of it. There's so many like nuances to, to it. So is there anything from a canceled person uh-huh. that you miss? That I miss? Mm-hmm. Um, like, well, for that little bit, they did take a different world off a little bit. But they brought it back. So I was like, okay. Which is like an extension of the Bill Cosby Yeah, universe. absolutely. Um, and y'all was playing with me. Don't play with me no more. But I also love the song, Where You At, by Jennifer Hudson. And one day I was like, oh, you know, you hear a song in your head. So let me go listen to it. I'm on streaming. I cannot find it. And I'm like, J-Hud is on streaming. What's going on? I had to like Google it. And it was like, oh, this song was written by R. Kelly. And because it was written by R. Kelly, mm. she took it down. So because of R. Kelly's <laughs> explosive, I cannot enjoy the vocal stylings of Jennifer Hudson. 
Hmm. What about you? Is there something you miss in culture that somebody problematic took away from you? I really miss the Cosby show. Yeah. Cosby show was my jam. I love a different world, but I grew up with the Cosby show. That was an era. Yeah. Like different world was on at the same time, but I I couldn't relate to it yet. Mm -hmm. But I was watching the Cosby show and like fully relating to just the, the, even though that wasn't my family. I was like, you're definitely an only child living (laughs) in Florida. But it was like, it was kids. (laughs) Right. Right. It was kids. And so I really felt like that really resonated with me. I mean, Gordon Gartrell is the Gordon Gartrell episode of the Cosby show. He's looking at me with a blank stare. Cause I know what what I'm talking about. When Theo tried to make the shirt. No, No, Denise made the shirt. Thank you. Did you try taking it in? It's chucked into my socks. <laughs> so, you know, and I have tried to like, because I do have the DVDs. Mm-hmm. I've tried to watch it, but he just, the Cosby disgusts me so much. They should have did it like how they did with Roseanne and like just tried to did. do it without Cosby. <laughs> I mean. Like, the Huxtables, just the Huxtables. Uh, so that's what I miss. What do you guys miss? Do y'all miss anything from any cancel folks? Hit me up. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. See Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We we are, we are. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. Hi. And you know, we love when y'all call us. Hit our phone lines that are open 24-7 at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. So right now, we're going to play a call just for you. Hey, Amanda. This is Ileana. I'm calling from Houston, Texas. I just wanted to call and say thank you for shouting out uh, teachers and educators so much. But uh, this will be my last week. Um, I turned in my resignation letter two weeks ago. I just can't do it anymore. Um, But I really appreciate all the love you show us. It's a hard job. It's a hard job. And um, between the gossiping administrators, the fact that I still can't afford health care, parents who are completely unengaged, I I just can't do it anymore. But I really love the show and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you. I don't know to say thank you. I feel bad. It's like, it's like there's so many, so much happening. Well, you know what? She she didn't name the children. Right, right. You know, and I think that's the thing. I feel like a lot of people like to put blame on the kids. But, you know, she said that there's gossiping administrators, mm-hmm. which are just like. Really? Well, you had a whole episode called Side Effects of Mean Girls and your podcast uh, where you yeah. talk about the workplace. Right. And foolishness like that. But she also said, you know, this disengaged parents. Mm-hmm. And we so often now are seeing this, this uh, narrative of like, Parents who are like too engaged in the wrong way. Right, I was about to say doing the wrong thing. Yes. And so you're just like, okay, so y'all are focused on like a field trip because mm-hmm. and and focus on like, oh, don't read that book and mm-hmm. don't study this lesson. But I feel like they're not engaged in actually like how their children are behaving. Mm-hmm. I think too, I think a lot of people don't realize that 
there's teaching and then there's working in a school, if that makes sense. Like those You talk about this all the not, time. Yeah. Like, even, even though like I taught brief, briefly, I yeah. learned that in real time. I'm like, oh, I'm a, I'm good at teaching, uh-huh. but I'm not good at the structure of working within a school system. Yeah, because it's still an institution. Right. And there's so many things that have nothing to do with teaching that inform your job. Mm. And you're like, I got to do a bulletin board. I got to do this. I got to fly this paperwork. I got to do this. I got to do that. And it's kind of administrators. It's like so many things that aren't. How are you with doing bulletin boards? I, I feel like you'd have been really nice with that. I would have been good at it, but it wasn't the, the 50th thing on my to-do list. I feel you. <laughs> like, I feel you. I got to call my parents. I got to, this kid was tardy. It's like, oh, Jesus. And like now that y'all have like emails, mm-hmm. the fact that y'all have to get, like teachers had to get emails now to me is like, I don't know how you would manage that. It's too much. It's too much. Shout it's, out to the teachers. Yeah, always. Shout out to all the teachers. Thank you for calling in. And, you know, good luck on your next endeavors. Uh, I hope that whatever it is, it is still in the education space because we do need as many people that are passionate about teaching the youth as possible. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you still stick around for the kids. All right. But if not, you know what? Live your life, girl. Right. Live your life. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this up. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. show. Hey everybody, happy Wednesday. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, me, Amanda Seals. Hope everybody is having a good one. Listen, we are trying to get the Amanda Seals YouTube page up to 100,000 subscribers before the end of May. Like, that's my goal. We are currently at, drum roll, 85,300. You know, YouTube seeing a little plaque in the mail when you hit milestones. Do you really? I don't know if 100K is one of them, but they do send a little plaques. Oh, I want a plaque! Well, listen, 100K uh, followers, subscribers, I should say, on YouTube would definitely be like a milestone for us. So hopefully you all will join us by subscribing and also checking out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast. Side Effects of Mean Girls. You can listen to it wherever you get your podcasts and you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. <laughs> Jeremiah, today is Wednesday, May 3rd. When is your birthday again? May 26th. Oh, you got ways to go. You I got, got ways, ways to go. go. Okay. I'm locked in though. I'm ready. <laughs> you ready, ready. Well, we are ready for some Black Heart News. What do we got coming up next? Coming up this hour, we're talking about a black server who was harassed by neo-Confederate patrons at a Texas row house. I don't even... Plus Dylan Brooks. He was running that mouth. And the, the Grizzlies told him he would not be able to return under any circumstances. Do you know how crazy under any circumstances sounds? That's, I mean, that's how you know. It's like, don't come back. Woo. And also, we got your big up let down. So it's going down right here. Big up, big up. Let down. At the Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked. And remember, if you miss out on any of the show, you can get our show wherever you get your podcast. Just put in the Amanda Seals Show. And you can follow us on Instagram and all the social medias at Seals Said It. That's right, at Seals Said It. So while you are over there getting your Amanda Seals TV subscription on at YouTube, we're glad you go over to the Amanda Seals Show. That's all, it, my, my name is too much of my name. It's too much. It's too much. It really makes me feel like a Mark Jacobs tag. But anyways, that's the easiest way to remember. It's just my name. Okay. So the Amanda Seals show, Amanda Seals TV. You know what? You're going to listen, laugh, and learn. Because that's what we do whenever Amanda Seals is involved. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals show. 
Samantha Seals here, joined by Jeremiah Like the Bible. Let's get into some Black Hair News. Why don't you? I don't know if you've ever been to Texas Roadhouse, Amanda. They have really good rolls. They do. Do they? They do. I think about it. What type of food do they serve? Like steak? Yeah. You know, like a longhorn type. Oh, I see. Okay. But the, the rolls are good. All right. But this story isn't good. I was going to say, are the rolls good enough for racism? It's not. It's not. And TikTok go expose the racism every single time. Ooh. The service got phones now, y'all. And a server reported on TikTok an incident involving another black server and a group of white neo-confederates that came to a Texas roadhouse and went viral on TikTok over the weekend. So on Saturday, a TikToker by the name of Love.Lana described how a black server was allegedly treated by this racist group. She said... They came in and never spoke to him. They created basically a hostile work environment for the 41-year-old and the workers and other customers in the restaurant. They were even mm-hmm. calling him the N-word. Okay. So that's the part for me that took me to another level. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. They came in with the Confederate flags. Like, all of that in, would have been enough. Like, the energy is off. Yes. Right. But the fact that they were mistreating him mm-hmm. and that they were actually, like, using the N-word in his presence mm-hmm. is not only... Wild and disrespectful, but it's also like very oddly brave in the wrong direction because that man's preparing your food, right? He like he's bringing you your food at the very least, and that's a long walk from the kitchen to the table. Y'all real brave with that mouth. <laughs> First of all, the customer is rarely right. <laughs> I mean, as a customer, like I know the customer is rarely right mm. because they don't know the policy. Right? They didn't read the fine print at all. And ultimately, the customer is always right. Ethos is that if you want business then you need to just give people what they want. Mm -hmm. And this right here was so disgusting. And I'm wondering, where was the manager? Like, why wasn't anyone there? You know what's interesting? There's this girl on TikTok whose whole page is like, she's a restaurant manager. And Mm -hmm. she just tells the crazy stories of things people do in restaurants. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times she's like, it's not even necessarily the manager. It's like the corporate customers are always right things. Don't have any protections for like the workers. It's kind of like, well... If a customer did this, well, what, what did you do? Like, how can we make the customer right? And it's kind of like, at what point are we going to protect our service workers, just our employees in general, from being berated by um, by customers? Well, okay. So, like, one of the kids in the group mm-hmm. tried to talk to the server. Mm-hmm. His name is Mandy, by the way. Yeah. And then the mother scolded him. Because, you know, they were trying to freeze him out. Right, right, And then right. the five-year-old, who is still innocent <laughs> enough to have goodness, mm-hmm. was trying to speak to him. And then the father continued serving the group. And then the older man at the table, are you listening? He locked in. Said, they can only concentrate on one thing at a time. And that's when the server said, okay, that's when it was enough for me. (laughs) Now, he then walked away. That is when I would have caught a case. Really? It really is disgusting. And people have like raised donations and tips learning that he didn't make enough in tips that night because, of course, he was dealing with this table who absolutely was deplorable and racist. That's the hard part, too, with the server. It's like your literal wage is determined upon these people. (laughs) Like you get paid. To serve them. He needs to sue. And apparently he's going to sue. He Apparently he, he plans to sue. He needs to sue Texas Roadhouse because at the end of the day, the real response should have been from the manager. You all need to, to leave. leave. Right, right. And that's it. No questions asked. That's it. You all need to leave. You so, and the baby. <laughs> you and the five. No, the five-year-old can stay. <laughs> five, he can stay? Okay. Yeah, the five-year-old can stay. So sending out, sending love out to Mandy 
And I just also know that if I were a customer in that place, I, even if I wasn't, even if I wasn't in the mix of it, your girl would have been in the mix of it because I do not mind my business in these situations. I, like I don't. If you were a server, you'd have been like, uh-uh, y'all not going to do many like this. That's right. I wouldn't have made a TikTok video. I would have been right there like, uh-uh, get out of here. But listen, I'm also, I'm telling you, I'm the person who's the Green Beret in every situation. Don't be somewhere and have something happen to you and you don't have a voice to take care of yourself. Amanda to the rescue. All right. Well, when we got back, uh, Dylan Brooks in that mouth, he said, the grizzly said, don't come back. He should have had said, someone rescue road, him from himself. Jack. Don't you come back. No more, no more, no more, no more. Don't say that because we will be right back. What's good, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by Jeremiah with the Bible as we continue on with some Black Urit news for you. And uh, this is also a tale of knowing when to not run your mouth. Yes, yes. So, you know, Dylan Brooks of the Grizzlies, he had a lot to say about LeBron James. Let's actually hear that clip. Mm-hmm. Just for a reminder. I don't care. He's old. I poke bears. Um, I don't respect no one until they come and give me 40. And give me four. Does he? This is one of those moments where I hope hindsight comes real quick and you like, damn, I really sound silly. Well, that's the last time I heard about Dylan Brooks, right? That was the first time I heard about Dylan Brooks. Also, well, actually, that's actually true. That's the first <laughs> time I ever saw this man's face. And this time I saw this man's face, it was under the news that the Memphis Grizzlies do not intend to re sign Dylan Brooks in an unrestricted free agency that the league sources confirmed with ESPN. That's crazy. Life comes at you fast, Amanda. It said he's out of here and he's not going to be back under any, any circumstances. circumstances. That's, force major, that's force majeure like in the other way. <laughs> you know, the thing about this too, though, is that some people are like, wow, like he's getting fired from the Grizzlies for like talking mess about another player. Like what's mm-hmm. that about? Like his team should support him. They should be riding for him more. Mm-hmm. But I think what I think a lot of people don't understand is that ultimately this whole NBA thing is still corporate and it is still about like how you look, which is why right. John Morant, ended up having to do Mm -hmm. like therapy and you know, all these like apology tours over showing a gun Mm -hmm. in a nation that is obsessed with guns, by the way. Very interesting. Yes. Yes. Um, And so this guy ended up bringing undue attention to the Grizzlies on the heels, by the way, like they just got out the press for negativity and then they bring him back in the press because it's LeBron. (laughs) LeBron is the face of the league. I mean, I feel like not even just the league. I feel like sports at this point in time. Like LeBron, people who don't know how to what a basketball looks like know LeBron James. <laughs> people who don't know what a basketball looks like, yes, he's Space Jam. He is Space Jam too. It wasn't as good as Space Jam one, but he did no. what he needed to do. You what? know what he did do? What he dropped forty. <laughs> he said, "I poked the bear." Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like hey, boo boo, that's what you're gonna get. But I feel like this is not uncommon in a way where I guess you see a lot of people who enter an industry with older veterans where the young people try to like, I guess, be, shake it up. Right. And be like, oh, I'm 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 new. I'm hot. Like, you know, I ain't, I'm not thinking about the old folks. You see a lot in like female rap or they be like, no one paid homage to me. And the youngers are like, F you, I'm me. I'm, I'm hot right now, whatever. And I think especially with men, though, in sports, there's this ego thing where it's kind of like, you're not going to check me. I'm. I'm I'm big and bad too. It's like, are you? I mean, listen, I get that. I mm-hmm. get that. But what about just the basic 
respect for elders. Like, mm. is that just not a thing anymore? Because I know for me in comedy, there's definitely a hierarchy that is like very protected and respected. Right, like you right. are not allowed to like try and like sun anybody that's been here longer than you people. Mm. But remember, Godfrey was here. And he's like, how long have you been doing stand up? I'm like 13 right. years. He's like, well, you know, you're still, I'm like, God dang, like mm. I'm still figuring it out. I mean, because I think there is a level of regardless of how you feel about a person, they've put in the work. Like they're like LeBron is LeBron. Like we're, reverence, right? If, in in comedy, even if you didn't think people were funny, like Eddie Murphy's Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock is Chris Rock, Martin Lawrence is Martin. You know what I'm saying? That it is what it is. They've solidified. For the record, their, I think all of them are funny. For the record, <laughs> right, right. They solidified like their stance here. So regardless of your personal feelings about them, you have to respect the the game respect their their what what they've contributed you for weren't you to even be with here. them shooting in the gym right and for what it's worth they've opened the door for you to get to yes. this point so I just think on a basic level like just have respect and regard mm. I mean I don't know if maybe he has some residual issue with LeBron so maybe their situation is different but in general I do feel like we see on the internet this kind of highfalutin like mm-hmm. um, push, push, pushing your chest out thing from the youngins and whenever they're corrected or new information is brought to their attention it's like oh you a hater you oh and it's like well I'm experienced but you if you want to figure that out the hard way suit yourself Odie. Ew. I'm going to call somebody. I want somebody to say something to me. I'm like, Oldie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what do you guys think? Is is Has respect for elders gone out the window? We seeing students fighting teachers these days. Like, it's nobody's Dragging business. Dragging down the hallways. Listen, dog walking them. Hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got your big up, let down. When we get back, don't move. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time for the big up letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Big up, big up, let down. What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seal Show, and this is Jeremy Like the Bible, and I'm joined by Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for your big up let down. It sure is, y'all. It is time for the big up let down, and today's big up, big up goes to none other than. Candy Barras and the cast and the producers of The Piano Lesson. The revival has earned itself a Tony nomination. Of course, the Tony Awards is the award show that honors all the plays in uh, Broadway. Mm -hmm. And it really is a big deal to get an award. And of course, for those like Candy who are on the quest for an EGOT, Mm -hmm. this is, I would say, the hardest one to get. Uh, Really? Yeah, because I think it's a lot harder to get a show on Broadway and to get it in Tony contention. This is our second show on Broadway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a lot harder to do that than it is for getting like a film released or, you a know, cause you, you can, you can get a short film, you know, do a short right, film right, and right. then get that up in the Oscar contention a little bit. Right. TV show, same thing with the Emmys. So I think this is really a big deal. So shout out to everybody, uh, Candy Barres and actually shout out to all the Tony award yeah. nominees. That's like the last award show that I still respect. And I feel like maybe if I knew more about that industry, you'd be like, y'all too. <laughs> I definitely fear that. Um, Today's letdown goes to uh, Black Around the World story. 
What the F is going on in Uganda? Let down. They have a new version of their anti-homosexuality act. And I'm just like, why are y'all so pressed about the gays? Y'all, the latest movement on the anti-LGBTQ bill in Kampala, which is the capital of Uganda, signals that it's going to actually be signed into law despite warnings by like the international community that like, you know what? We not going to work with y'all. We not going to rock with y'all if y'all do this. I go do it. But basically, their revision says it's going to criminalize LGBTQ plus identity, which would be a major human rights setback in Uganda and around the world. And it means that when we say criminalize, like that can have like far reaching consequences. Right. So like mm-hmm. criminalize can mean, oh, it's a fine. Criminalize can also mean like, oh, it's in, right. It's imprisonment. It's death row, et cetera. So that's when we have to start looking at like, OK, well, how far does this go? And at the end of the day, we all know that the idea of criminalizing people for simply just being who they are in a way that does not harm others. Mm-hmm. OK, that does not harm others is absolutely disgraceful. OK, the new bill contains amendments that uh, <laughs> literally part of the bill says that there's aggravated homosexuality. <laughs> and it involves when a minor or someone is abused. Well, baby, that's pedophilia. Right, right. I was going to say. That's what that is. That's pedophilia. And that is actually, uh, if, it, if, if it's an abuse, that's molestation. Like there's other words for that. Mm-hmm. But again, there's this very foul and very twisted mindset that being gay makes you, uh, you know, predisposed to being a molester of children mm-hmm. and it is wholly untrue. I can concur. I can vouch for that. You you are you are gay and you are not a molester of children. I am not. And there we have it. We solved it. Right here. There it is, right here. Beep, beep, beep. So that is today's let down. Uh Uganda, don't go there. Don't go to Uganda. Mm-mm. They need to get froze out. All right. Well, we got more. Don't freeze us out because we got the Amanda Seal Show coming at you. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. And per mm-hmm. usual, we love when y'all call us. Hit that, hit that dial, mm-hmm. punching them numbers. What's the number? 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1855-262-6328. Our phone lines are open 24-7. Now it's my gave us a call, Amanda. So let's check that out. All right. Hey, Amanda. Um, this is Stacy. I have an inconsiderate neighbor. They moved in about a year ago. And, like, our community is pretty decent. Everybody keeps their yards pretty clean. But they're, like, junkyard people. So they let their trash blow everywhere, blow in my yard. Especially since I'm right next door. And I got tired of it because they never come out and pick it up. And it's obviously their trash. So I just start dunking their trash over the the gate. I can't do it no more. I can't be the only one out there picking up after these people. So I start hiking their trash over their gate and calling it a day. Okay, bye. She said, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I don't blame her. I don't blame her. I mean, listen, I lived next door to a similar kind of home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last house when I was renting, like the house next door, like they had these like PVC pipe sculptures. 
Okay. It was a mess. And <laughs> sculpture like, sculpture is a loose. That's on like PVC pipes. Yeah, it was just. And then one day, so like the way our backyards, like, you know, there's like a fence between the mm. backyards. So one day, like they was arguing. Okay. And it was a sister and her partner is a white man. And so okay. she's yelling and she's like, I don't know how much you think I'm going to put up with this. I don't know who you think you playing with. So, of course, me and the dog are like nosy, like listening. And then she's like, all you do is smoke meth all day. Oh. Child. <laughs> that's that it very quickly. Child. Not meth. All you do is smoke meth all day. That's why there's pipe sculptures. You high. So I feel you. I love hearing an aggravated neighbor story, y'all. And I love hearing what y'all did about it. Cause she was like, you know what? This gonna fly over here. It's gonna fly back. Right. So get your trash. That's all it Sick is. Of it. That's all it is. You can also, I feel like, call the alderman. Really? Yeah, I think that's one of those situations where you can actually get an alderman involved or the council person because ultimately there are codes about trash. That is true. And it's not supposed to be able to just be out there like that. But most people kind of like, oh, they don't like do the, like, the work to figure out who should I call because so much extra. I feel, but yeah. I feel them. Yeah. But we got to start using these resources because that's what they're here for. Otherwise, let me tell you, there's other people who are using those resources mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. how they end up getting further along. We got to start using this system, y'all. Make them work for that chick. Hell yes. This is the Amanda Steel Show. We are here working for this check. Mm-hmm. And when we get back, we got to fill y'all in on the writer strike. So keep it luck right here to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this up. We shine. Wednesday, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I am your girl, Amanda Seals. Today is May 3rd, 2023, Jeremiah Like the Bible. And did you know that on this day, May 3rd, 2023, I found out that there is a page called Flying Famous Black Girls and they post like old school pictures. I was one of those pages. Okay. Yes. And they posted a picture of me at oh. Mashonda and Swiss B's birthday, uh, was, uh, baby shower in 2007. And I don't know what the hell... I am wearing. I'm just. I'm sending this to you because I'm really just kind of like (laughs) forlorn about this. But these pages are kind of like you know the reminder page, like the uh, the flashbacks that be popping up in your pictures, and you're just like, I I don't want to be reminded of that. That's the thing about being famous. Is like. Usually, regular people, we got our own archives. The pu- when you famous, the public has your archives. Y'all, I have on a black turtleneck. Ah. <laughs> he said, ah. I have on a black turtleneck. I have on... A string of pearls. Why? <laughs> a double string of pearls. Why? I feel like you were like, let's, let's go like class it up a little bit. I definitely thought that. I have on a coach belt. <laughs> I have on a coach belt. I have on a low-rise jean. I have a Casio watch. I have a coach bag with a, a white coach bag with a fur line top. And let me tell you, I remember buying that coach bag and be really feeling like I made it. I've also got my hair pressed and in a swoosh. A little swoop bang. But you know what I'm still doing though? Face card don't never decline. <laughs> you look very pretty. I mean, maybe in the future one day there'll be a Met Gala theme after this. <laughs> <laughs> 
I listen, I uh, style is something I grew into. We I wasn't are, born into. We all did. We all evolved with our style. Yes. So what do we got for Black Ear News this hour? Black Ear News. We got to talk about a representative out of Montana who had her seat taken. We'll talk about that. So we just left Tennessee with all of this, and now we got to deal with this in Montana. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, there's a writer strike happening. It's official. <laughs> it is really going down, y'all. They sent that email. They said, drop them pins. Get our final draft. It's happening. Hit the picket lines. And so we're going to fill you in on just why it's happening and also like the shows it's going to affect. Because I don't mm-hmm. think people really cared about this that much in 2008 because they didn't really know. There wasn't social media at right. that level. So we're going to fill you in, all right? If you want to get more of what we do right here, make sure to follow us on social media at Seal Said It and on YouTube at The Amanda Seal Show. And stay connected with us by giving us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's The Amanda Seal Show. show it's amanda seals here with jeremiah like the bible let's dive into some black hair news why don't you so you know for the past weeks we've been talking about tennessee and yeah. what's going over there but now with we the got tennessee a, three yes mm-hmm. man but now we go to montana they was over why? there quiet why are we going to montana because montana legislature last legislature last week voted to censure zoe zephyr the zephyr zephyr um the state's first openly you know like zephyr hills oh i don't know why they put those two into the game. <laughs> But she, but they're the state's first openly transgender lawmaker. Oh wow! Okay, so, you know that's a milestone. So, Absolutely. So a vote came down about um, Zephyr. 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 I want to say Zephyr. Zephyr. <laughs> In response to Zephyr. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Criticizing Just call her Zoe. Zoe. There we go. Yeah. Come on. I thought they miss the black names all the time, so it's okay. Mm, Touche. <laughs> But a vote came in response to um, her criticizing her Republican colleagues restricting gender affirming care. That's a big thing that's going on yeah. across the nation, especially for like trans people getting access to health care. Um, and the vote came down that Zoe can no longer enter the House chamber. So she has to work outside from a bench, Amanda, like outside the chamber on a little bench. I have to give her credit and 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 props because really like. The people who truly get in these positions to actually like be public servants, mm-hmm. they really are like, y'all are not going to keep us quiet. Right, right. Like you and I, if we have to work on a bench, I'm like, all right, throwing it in. Gotta go. I'm out. I didn't sign up for this. She's like, I represent 11,000 mm-hmm. people. She's also representing a one of like the few uh, liberal per se um, mm-hmm. constituencies in Montana. So she's like, I gotta be here or else like no one is speaking for these people. Also as like a trans lawmaker, like you have that experience. Like no one else is gonna be in there Listen, talking about gender. It's like here. Jamal the intern being in the mix. Exactly. Like, and the reason why that she was asked to be, the reason why she was voted out was because she was speaking about the support and the necessity of gender affirming care. Mm-hmm. People were there in the gallery you know, supporting her, making noise, and she held the microphone up. And they was like, they said much. that they said that she is now uh, basically like exacerbating the crowd. She's like riling up. I feel like they didn't learn the, from what happened in Tennessee. No, <laughs> they tried that. Why people is that act like this never learn? It's like they tried that, and y'all made uh, the Justins even bigger. <laughs> they are literally legends now. They're right. icons in their own right because y'all was on that bull. Uh, yes. So the reason why we're talking about this, though, is because she's been working from this bench Mm -hmm. and then a picture came out. Yes. Of her not on the bench because people were in her seat. No, not people. (laughs) Who was on the bench? 
a group of white women were in her seat on the bench, taking up, taking her spot, like her only workplace, essentially her office at this point. In in response to her having work on the bench, they're ta- in a way to taunt her. Not think. in a way. Well, to taunt her. Yes. I mean, I try to see the. the I don't know why you'd be doing that. <laughs> like it's that's like when you say like, why are we watching a video where they're saying this man allegedly hit the person when we just watch them hit the person? <laughs> they did. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, they did just like taunt her to be like in response to her getting censured. You guys sit outside. Well, now you can't sit on your bench either. And it's kind of like, at what point? And these aren't people that work there. Right. These are people who came into the into the um, chamber. Like, why don't you go home and make some uh, PB&J for <laughs> Ashley H and Ashley C coming home from soccer practice? Stuff like this really grinds my gears. Because to your point, there's so many things in life you could be doing. We talk about um, our Carla Rehad, who was talking about like, parents not being present with their kids. It's like, go do that. Yeah. Go raise your kids. Yes. Go play Connect Four. Or even stand on the right side of history and not make someone's. I also see the problem of like the the um, thing about making someone else's like miserable for no mean reason. girls. This is literally mean girls. We our whole week last week we were talking about mean girls. The last episode of Small Doses podcast was side mm-hmm. effects of mean girls. The the picture is the epitome of that. Right now, side note. <laughs> Someone saw the picture and was like, this harkens back. It's a silver right. And I was like, okay, cut it out. Montgomery bus boy. They said this reminds them of Rosa Parks. And I don't know why there's always this like predilection to compare like civil rights moments Mm -hmm. in the LGBTQIA plus community with like civil rights moments in the black civil rights movement of the 60s. Like that doesn't need to do the comparison doesn't need to happen to try to legitimize the moment. Mm -hmm. Like this is actually a civil rights like infringement. Because for what is worth, they don't care about Rosa Parks either. So it's like, (laughs) ma'am, sirs, non-binaries, like they don't. And I think there's something to be said for the fact that like a lot of black folks feel some type of way when they do that, because when people do that, because it somehow like takes away the uniqueness of our experience in that civil rights space. And the fact that even if there are like LGBTQIA, even though there are LGBTQIA plus civil rights infringements, like there are also black people that are a member of this community mm. who do not get the privilege right, right, right. And, uh, <laughs> who uh. are still who are also getting the black civil rights issues. So I think that I just needed to point that out because I don't like it. It's a completed it's a false equivalency. But uh, yeah, so we just wanted to say shout out to Representative Zoe Zephyr and these these women. Mm. May they burn in hell. Well, also Zoe Zephyr is also suing. And I hope, I hope she get get her things. Let me tell you something. At the end of the day, she's a white woman. Right, right. She gonna use that system, baby. You better. And I'm sorry for messing up your name, Zoe. I apologize. <laughs> when we get Fight back. When we get back, speaking of fighting the power, listen, the writers of your favorite shows and films, they are taking it to the streets. And we're gonna talk about it because the writer strike is going down. Next up on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah, like the Bible. Let's keep this Black Heart News thing going. Let's get into it. So the writer strike is now in full effect, Amanda. Mm. So thousands of unionized television writers say they're not being paid fairly, and that's negotiations 
have failed with Hollywood Studios yesterday. The writers are at the picket lines. Mm -hmm. Also, we have this soundbite from Abbott Elementary writer Brittany Nichols. Who had this to say about the industry? We are demanding that this industry be one that can sustain a career. Uh, it's sort of a, as simple as that. We have a consistently profitable business, but right now the actions of the studios are ones that seem like they only care about Wall Street. Uh, they're chasing a rabbit they're never going to catch. And in that pursuit, they're running over the workers of this industry. So explain exactly how it works. You know, people watch these TV shows and movies nonstop, but really have very little idea of what goes into making them uh, and why exactly streaming has—well, you talk about creating a gig economy. Explain what you mean. So the studios have devalued our contributions. Um, they have shifted the industry to prioritize streaming while not following that up with the actions of making sure that our pay reflects those changes. Now, you see, they 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 flagging right now. They are. They are. Now, so Brittany was joined by uh, Democracy Now, hosted mm -hmm. by Jamie Goodman. And that's. By the way, if you're I was telling y'all that we need to get our news from other resources like the typical CNNs and MSNBCs, uh, you know, they're not always giving you for the most part at CNN. You can just cross out, but <laughs> they're just not giving you unbiased news. But uh, Democracy Now is really uh, a great resource for for news that is thoughtfully produced mm -hmm. and is ethically produced. Right. Yes, so yes. make sure to look out for democracy now. So Brittany Nichols is a writer on Abbott Elementary. Mm -hmm. She broke it down for you really just plain and simple. Like Very clear. we writing the things y'all ain't giving us our things. But y'all making money off the things. A lot of money. Not like a little bit, not a little, a little, a little stash. <laughs> Exorbitant amount of money. It's beyond my scope of comprehension. Jeremiah, like the Bible that, we as writers and creatives can be making the product mm -hmm. that folks are making all this money out of mm -hmm. and yet not receive even a modicum right. of what they're getting in return. And it, it, it has a, um, an indentured servant. Ooh, okay. It has, well, actually, you know, it has more of a sharecropper element to it. Okay. Okay. Cause you know, sharecroppers basically, it was like, okay, I'm renting this land mm -hmm. and I got to make this, I got to, I got to farm this land in so order to pay, pay the rent day. on the land. Right. But then you keep making the rent so dang high that I can't even like make anything off of this thing. So like, I'm always in debt to you. Right. Right. And so if you are a creator in this, in this business and you're trying to make a living at it, mm -hmm. you're always like chasing this effort of like, can I just get in? Can I just mm -hmm. get in? Can I just get in? While well, these people are living lavish. Lavish on a boat. And I think a lot of people though, honestly, just don't see artists as workers for whatever reason they feel like, oh, they're in their rooms writing lines on a paper. So true. My mom had to learn this in real time. And not just writers, but other artists, people who paint, people who dance, people who make music or whatever. People who host, people mm -hmm. who act. Let me tell you something. People really be thinking like, I mean, all you had to do was say lines. When you're on for 12 hours, ooh, you be like... Sir, no, you have to be on and you have to be yeah. repetitive. And like that repetition will... I want you to try something. I want you to try saying the same thing over and over again. Like just back to back to back to back. Mm -hmm. Just do it like 12 times and just see. How just see how you feel. But I think that that is part of the conversation. People feel like art artists shouldn't deserve to be paid. And to your point, though, people are making... Big bucks off this. People in in the bucks, in a sense, starts with the writers. Like you can't create a show, you can't hire actors. You no, can't paint a, 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 a it's set. not a chicken before the egg situation. <laughs> right. You need the writers, 
And people's intellectual property should be valued, especially at least at the bare minimum, make a living off of their work. Y'all are really just jacking fools. Mm-hmm. It sounds like capitalism is capitalizing off, uh, the, off the people. It's a full-time jack move. <laughs> And I find it horrifying. I'm one job away from being a member of the Writers Guild of America. Okay. So I'm actually not on the strike line, but I support all of the writers uh, who are on the strike line. And it's really been dope to see other places uh, support them. And so when we get back, we're going to talk about how this strike is affecting your shows. And you may not know how this, how this strike has affected other shows. And I'm sure you're going to be very surprised because listen, it's always a series of events that leads us to the big event. And we're going to tell you how the writer strike of 2007 and 8 led to one of the most seminal changing events of this country's direction. People like right here, the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We're here at the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible, who is on bated breath. Yes, because that last break, you said the most seminal part of American history. Because we were talking about, you know, the writer strike is now fully in effect. And can I just say this before we get into this next break? Um, I know a lot of people are like, they're just writers. It's Hollywood. But people just like you go to work every day. They want to get paid. They want to be valued. In the same way, a lot of other industries are unionizing to fight for yes. those same things. So just keep that in mind, too, as we kind of talk about this. They're, these aren't just people, like, living, like, lavish lives who are... The complaint is not, I need somewhere to park my Bentley. Right, right. (laughs) Which I think sometimes people hear that when they think of like TV and like film. It's like, oh, they're just complaining about nothing. But just keep that in mind. They also keep in mind that they write the things that you watch. Mm-hmm. So, like these things that you enjoy, that you love. We talked earlier about a different world. Right. You know, we also we also talk about these programming that has been so seminal in our lives mm-hmm. and what we've watched. These things have been created by somebody, mm-hmm. by somebody's before it made it to you, mm-hmm. you know? So we got to regard that. Now I mentioned to you that we wanted to talk about the ways in which the writer's strike is affecting some of your favorite shows. Yep. But I also wanted to point out to you that the last writer's strike affected forever the direction of this country. Okay, you did say that. And I was like, wait, what is it? The, sh- the sh- other shoe didn't drop when I was nervous, Amanda. So, so 2002, 2007, 2008 was the last writer's strike. Mm-hmm. And at that time, what happens when you have a writer's strike is that there's two types of entertainment uh, within, mm-hmm. there's two types of qu- classifications um, within the entertainment and there's scripted and unscripted Correct. scripted are the shows that are fictional stories mm-hmm. or sometimes they can be nonfiction, but they're basically, they have scripts, right? Unscripted is your shows that have hosts, your mm-hmm. shows that are uh, game La- shows, competition night. shows, mm-hmm. late night and reality TV. That is correct. Okay. So during a writer's strike, there are no scripted shows. Mm-hmm. So everything just becomes reliant on reruns and reality TV. In the strike of 2000, 2008, what was happening at that time was that the show, The Apprentice was actually on its way out. It was getting really terrible ratings and it was really not being watched. It was about to get canceled. However, with the writer's strike, they needed content. So they revamped it and said, let's do Celebrity Apprentice. And that is what allowed for Celebrity Apprentice to be successful for Donald Trump to get a second wind and to send him on his way Child. to being the president of the United States. You see Hollywood, what y'all did? This y'all fuck. Because you ain't want to pay them folks their money. You see? Pay them folks the money. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen this time? I mean, money. that's what I'm saying. 
That's what I'm saying. So Ooh. that's why, and we have to understand that these people who are in charge of these jobs, I mean, of these studios, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, for the most part, these are rich white men. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter necessarily what their politics are. Like they protect mm-hmm. their money and fiscally right. they're a Republican. Mm-hmm. So it's really sketchy. It's really scary. Let me tell you, this affected shows like this is why Girlfriends got canceled. Every time I rewatch Girlfriends and get to the end, I'm like, <laughs> y'all playing with us. Y'all mm-hmm. playing in our faces. Yes. We need that movie. We need that movie. So right now, like Abbott Elementary. Abbott mm-hmm. Elementary is a show where the writers are writing while it's on air. Well, right. they had to shut down their writer's room as of yesterday. So mm-hmm. they may not be able to produce as many episodes. Lord willing, this writer's strike doesn't last too, too long. Right. Even if they come back up. They may not be able to produce those episodes. All the late night shows, they went dark. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were like, well, because some people, I think some people think that, oh, they get out here and start like saying this monologue out top of their head. It's oh, yeah. improv. They're just talking. <laughs> it's like, no, someone wrote all of this on a paper. For not someone, read. like a room of people, right. like spent all day writing this, writing these jokes. Mm-hmm. People also sent in jokes. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very collaborative effort. Okay. Uh, there's also a number of shows that are not going to be affected. So I think it's really important to just understand that it's like TV shows have like different schedules, mm-hmm. right? So for instance, like if you watch the show Cobra Kai, they're like, yes, that's not, that's not going to happen right now. Like we are putting our pencils down. They're like delay it a lot of times too. Like if a show's off season, like, oh, it's coming back in 2025. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's the way it is. Now, if you watch House of Dragons for Game of Thrones, thankfully, like all of their scripts have been turned in. Mm-hmm. So they're going to continue production. So now, you know, and knowing is half the battle. Mm-hmm. All right. So just wanted to give you all some insider scoop because, you know, I'm on the inside. All right. Even though I'm not <laughs> in the guild, but you know, what I mean, my friends is. All right. Well, keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seals show and shout out to everybody listening. If you're a writer that is striking in the Writers Guild, uh, hit us up. Tell us about, you know, what your thoughts are, why you're striking. What do you feel like is the best way for these people to come correct so that y'all can get back to work? one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We're going to take some calls when we get back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Happy Wednesday. And of course, as always, we love when y'all call us. You know me, Jeremiah the Bible, Amanda Seals. Because mm-hmm. our phone lines are open 24-7 at one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. And like always, we got another caller. Let's hit it. Hey, Amanda and Jeremiah, I like the Bible. Um, I am calling just because I'm a huge fan of the show. Love, love, love your chemistry. And I wanted to talk about John Mulaney because when you mentioned him, I just about screamed. I adore him. Thank you for mentioning him. I'm watching this special right now. And I don't know, he just reminds me of like a comic from from like a, he's like a throwback comic. He reminds me of like something you would see on Mrs. Maisel. Um, you know, I just love his style. He's really <laughs> yeah. funny. So thank you for sharing that. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And thank you for everything you do. I love the energy you put out into the world. So keep it up. Appreciate you. I love her accent. I do I love her like, accent. <laughs> I like it's giving like New York, I guess. I don't yeah, know. it was definitely giving Jersey, New York. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Well, you know what? I, I really am a big John Mulaney fan, and uh, his special just came out, uh, Baby J. And we were actually talking about it off the air, just about how like, you know, your your ignorance about a certain lived experience doesn't necessarily have to like be a. a 
a flex. Right. A badge of honor. A badge of honor. Right. In the same way that your experience of something that mm-hmm. most people might like look down on can actually like be turned into something positive. You know, mm-hmm. there can be alchemy with that. And like his whole special is about his drug addiction and his uh his in his in intervention that okay. went down last year. And I just was really like just moved by it because it didn't feel like a one man show. You know, it wasn't like a Gerard Carmichael, like serious thing. Mm. Like he still kept it. Like I am a comic and that is my goal in life. Like how can I take these serious things and turn them into comedy, which is what I'm doing with my, my latest book that I'm working on. And uh, so working over there. when I tell you I'm working so hard, Jeremiah, <laughs> Like I am exhausted, but like I'm not drained. And okay. that's what happens when you're doing what you love. I mean, it's mental health awareness month. So I'm happy to hear that you aren't drained. No. When you're doing what you love, I think, you know, you you may get tired. Get a little tired. But I'm not drained. But, but sure. thank you for calling us up. And I love that you love John Mulaney because I'm a big fan. And I think most people should check him out. So, I mean, he's just a regular white man, just so you know, like, it's, <laughs> like just so you understand. But he is like one of the um, I feel like he's like a real good example of just like the old school comics. Roy Wood okay. Jr. Same thing. It's like it's a like comics comic. Mm. You feel me? So and I had to get off my own back, y'all, because I was really beating myself up about this comedy thing lately. Like, I'm like, why am I not hitting like I was hitting before? And it's like you literally went on a six month tour. You were. You was at the candy center, sold out. I was there. It was a really like real time. And so I'm just like, why am I not like turned up? And it's like, because you're still worn out. (laughs) There it is. You know what? We're never worn out from hearing from you all though. Where can they reach us? They can reach us on our phone lines at 1-855-262-6328. That's 1-855-AMANDA-8. Hit us up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. on y'all what's cracking i hope you've been having a good wednesday why are you laughing at me what's jeremiah crack-a-lacking? what's crackalacking i hope you've been having a great uh wednesday we've been having a good time i feel mm-hmm. you know you know what was nice about today what there wasn't an overabundance of stories where politicians were just like driving us uh with not even no not driving us crazy driving us actively towards our demise i got you like uh, just careening down a road I of mean, fascism it's a job at this point it is and so they took a day off for us today it feels like and I, I, it was nice to have just like a little break from reporting that I, i'm with you on that one. but i'm sure they'll be back um, they don't sure. stay sleep too long. No, they don't. No, they don't. But you know what? Uh, we don't stay here too long. We've been here all day. We about to get out here in a little bit, but we still got some more for you. Still got some more for you. Happy birthday to rapper designer. It yeah. is Mental Health Awareness Month, mm-hmm. and he recently came forward and said that he has been having some mental health struggles that he was going to admit himself to uh, a program to mm-hmm. work on. So I hope that he did that and uh, wish him the best. Also, actor Dule Hill and uh, happy heavenly birthday. The Godfather of Soul. James Brown with his pressing curl. Bump dance. Listen, it's the big payback. <laughs> Got to love it. Bobby, what you gonna do? <laughs> I don't know. But what's the I'ma do? 
It's got to be funky. And I got to go watch uh, the James Brown movie when I get home. Oh, see, now I got to go watch <laughs> Eddie Murphy, BJ's Brown, and SNL. Got to get in the hot tub. Ha, in the hot tub. All right. Can you tell we're a little delirious? We've been here a while. Jeremiah, what do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we have politicians say the darndest thing. Yeah. Yeah, listen. Right. Like, this one at least is not... Actually, this one's even worse. Like, <laughs> even to take a day off, it's like it's like a log, an archive. It's true. That's the facts. Say. Yes, that is the facts. Plus, we got 60-second headlines because there's so much that we can't get to. And we got your big up let down. You know what we forgot to shout out? Uh, we were talking about the Variety uh, article that... No, we forgot to shout out the fact that when we were talking about the writer strike, mm-hmm. we were playing audio from Brittany Nichols. Yes. Um, and Brittany Nichols is a writer on... Abbott Elementary, Elementary, but she is also the partner mm-hmm. of Sharice Castle, who is on our latest episode of Small Doses, that is correct. which is coming out this, which came out today, and it is side effects of police gangs, and so it's writer upon writer love. Sharice yeah. Castle is an incredible journalist who has uncovered over 30, over 30 gangs within the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department, and she came and sat down with us about just not only the findings, but just her life since the findings yeah. and what it is like to be an investigative journalist. Because, you know, people be throwing journalists around real loose. She in, a, she in the field. She is in the field. So it was really great to talk to her and uh, shout out to them, you know, just both being outspoken about the things and keeping it together. They don't you know, know what I'm saying? That's what we call a power couple. <laughs> right. We talked about a power couple before. That's a power couple. Power in empowerment. Yeah. All right. We got to listen, laugh and learn. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show, and you know what time it is. Politicians say, say the darndest things. things. All right, Amanda. Today <sighs> we headed down to North Carolina. North Carolina. That is correct. Because right. the Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson, who's the fifty-four-year-old, fifty-four. He's been here a few mm-hmm, decades. Mm-hmm. Said that Black people owe reverse reparations. I'm sorry. What? Black people owe reverse reparation. I don't believe it unless I hear it. You got to hear it. There are some people that were talking about reparations in this country. They wanted reparations. And I remember I made this particular liberal so angry at me because I told them right to their face, nobody owes you anything for slavery. If you want to tell the truth about it, it is you who owes. It's you who owes. Why do you owe? Because somebody in those fields took stripes for you. Somebody after those fields were ended and slavery was ended, somebody had to walk through Jim Crow for you. Somebody fought wars and died for you. Somebody lived less than because they didn't have what you have and they did it for you. Okay, so we're going to stop it there. (laughs) He really thought he ate with this. He thought he had, this, he had the preacher voice on and everything. Listen, and at first, why people were like, I don't know. Where are you going with this? So where he's incredibly wrong. <laughs> well, he's wrong on many parts. I'm, I'm, right. I mean, we only have so much time. First of all, you know, this is a man who was born in 1969. Mm-hmm. One year after the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. One year. Okay. Um, This is a man who was born in 1969, which was one year after the murder of Robert F. Kennedy, uh, Bobby Kennedy. This is a man who was born in 1969. And that was actually, um, you know, a crazy, wild 
time in this nation. So mm-hmm. he was born within the civil rights movement. Okay. It did not rub off on him. Nope. It didn't. It didn't, it didn't trickle down, as they say. Reparations are about repairing mm-hmm. for harm. Yes. Okay. Monetary repair for harm. Mm-hmm. So when he lists that there's no owing for slavery mm-hmm. because there were people that were further harmed after slavery. Sir, what are you, who do you think we're talking to? We're not saying that the black people who were further armed are the ones that should paying the be, be, be paying the black people that are here now. Right, right, right. We're saying that the government who consent continued mm-hmm. to generationally harm folks after slavery mm-hmm. owes the generations that are still here. That is correct. Who are still resulting in the repercussions uh-huh. of slavery and its continued harmful effects. Cause just like them white folks making money to this day and got, you know, generational wealth out the backs of our ancestors. I need a check. They're also still making money and generational wealth off of the limitations that have been put in place mm-hmm. for black people. Mm-hmm. Gerrymandering, mm-hmm. loans, yep. loan sharking, you know, bail bonds. Like we can go on and on and on. And this is a black man. I don't know if y'all know this, but that was a black yeah. man talking. That was a Negro. That was a full, that was a coon grow. I'm always going to make y'all know who the coons are because I think sometimes they be thinking that people didn't hear them correctly. And then they come and shake your hand. You know, it's like, it's like Stephen A. Smith. Like, I just don't understand. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith be saying the wildest coonery and then like be somewhere in a black space. Like, yeah, my brothers and sisters. And I'd be like, oh, hold up. Let's keep it consistent. Let's keep it consistent. But that is a, that is another example of, Politicians say the darndest thing because y'all have to understand the lieutenant governor is the person who will be governor if the governor can no longer be governor. So he's right there in line in North Carolina. We all know North Carolina got a lot of black folks. They got a lot of stuff coming down Mm -hmm. that actually is only being protected because there's a Democratic governor in place. Crazy times, crazy times. (sighs) Crazy times, crazy times. Well, that's we'll be back with the second headlines on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's cracking, y'all? This is the Amanda Seal Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And y'all know I'm all about the facts and keeping y'all informed. That's the goal. And so sometimes there's stories that we just can't get to, but you know what? We can still at least give you a little taste. That's right, Jeremiah, like the Bible, ain't it? That's right. So it's time for a little bit of 60-second headlines. Let's hit it. All right. I don't know if you believe in love, but (laughs) Cher, 76, and her 36-year-old black boyfriend, Alexander Edwards, are officially over. I mean, and we knew that was going to come at some certain time, (laughs) some point in time. News, yes. I'm not surprised, but you know what? At least she got a little taste before she gets a little Twilight Zone. (laughs) All right. Next one. Lionel Richie and Katy Perry are taking a break from American Idol, but they're being replaced by Alanis Morissette and Ed Sheeran. Well, you know what? I think this is going to be great for Ed Sheeran because he's definitely about to get jacked uh, from the Marvin Gaye family. So he's going to have to make them coins back somehow. All right. We got to take it to another sport now. According to ESPN, the hip hop artist and entrepreneur Snoop Dogg has joined business tycoon Nico Sparks to bid to buy Ottawa Senators, a hockey team. I think this is going to be very different for them. And you know what? I love Snoop because he continues to be enterprising. And uh, this is where we will now see 
weed at hockey games, <laughs> which would be good because they need to chill out because they be fighting. All right, last one. Tennessee was going to hate this. RuPaul's former drag queen contestants are having a new show, basically where they have to have the best dinner party. They're competing. Stop. They're all going to be in one place? <laughs> all in one place. At a meal? Just don't invite Caitlyn. Or if you do, make sure you invite me because you know how I know how to handle her at a dinner. That's it for 60 Second Headlines. You know what to do. Keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Jeremiah, like the Bible, and I will be back to say goodbye when we return. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. So long, farewell. Hope everybody had a good Wednesday. This is uh, Amanda, yours truly, checking in with Jeremiah, like the Bible. Mm -hmm. How have you been doing, Jeremiah, with uh, doing a radio show every day? You know, it's interesting. People always text me now, like, oh, my God, I heard you on the radio. And I'm like, really? Because <laughs> in my head, I'm not on the radio. I'm just like, I come here every day and talk to a man. So the fact that people like, like tag me and like, oh, I heard you. Or even people call in like, oh, my God, I love you on the show. I'm like, oh, wow, people are listening to this. They are. They're having a good time, too. I'm having right, a good time. Right. We are very happy to have you here. And uh, if you don't know me and Jeremiah also uh, produced my podcast, Small Doses, together. So mm-hmm. make sure you check out our latest episode, Side Effects of Police Gangs, which debuted today, wherever you get your podcast. And you can watch it tomorrow when we premiere 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. We're trying to get to 100,000 subscribers on my YouTube Amanda Seals TV by the end of May. So hopefully you all will take a trip over there. And uh, hit that subscribe button, Amanda Seals TV on YouTube. All right. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. We got a lot of stories in. So, Jeremiah, you want to run it down a little bit so people can hear what they missed? Let's do it. So, we talked about an unfortunate story about a Mississippi lynching where the remains of Rasheem Carter had been found, but they're mm. still saying there was no foul play. Yep. We hit the group chat. We got calls. You know, people talked about leaving the profession of, t- of teaching, which we were <sighs> sad to hear. I know. But we love our teachers. We Let's do love our teachers. You know who else we love? Who? Our writers. We do. And they're striking right now. Yes, they are. I mean, Ain't no TV finna happen. So, you know, go subscribe to Amanda Sales TV. <laughs> it's true. Because she's still making content in the in the interim. You know who gets no love? Who? Dylan Brooks. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was running their mouth and the Grizzly said, sorry, see you later. Can't come back. Under any circumstances. circumstances. Listen, they said we gonna hit the gavel on that. <laughs> Speaking of hitting the gavel, make sure you stick around uh, for the rest of the week because we got Jeremiah on Friday is going to hit us with the people versus. I love this segment. Jeremiah sums up basically who the people are mad at this week and they all are mad at somebody. Always. It's a group chat Thursday. That is correct. So we're going to be talking about a number of things. Mm -hmm. Listen, we got to talk about like the difference between settling and pivoting. Yes, yes. Because listen, when you're dealing with that with a job or a person, Mm -hmm. I've been watching season three. Of group, I mean, of couples therapy. Okay. Who's so. been sharing that on Twitter? I might check that out. Big things. It's my favorite. We also gonna talk about, you know, these generations, you know, Gen Z versus millennials versus Gen X at work. Ah. <laughs> we have stories. Yes, we have stories. We're also gonna talk about friendship icks. Like, what are the the icks that like really get to you that will make you be like, you know what? I can't do it. I can't. You got to go, you got to go to contact. <laughs> You're losing the friendship title. We're gonna be talking about all those things and more when a group on a group chat Thursday. So we're excited to get into that tomorrow. We are always excited to hear from you all, so make sure you hit us up 1855-Amanda8. That's 1855-262-6328. Follow us on social media at Seal Said It or on YouTube at the Amanda Seal Show. And remember. We are here for you. So if you miss out on the show, you can just go to wherever you get your podcast and listen to the show because we are here all week long and you can just binge and catch on up. All right. 
Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. See you tomorrow. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.